Mike Dell's World, number 187, December 30th, 2011.
And good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. I'm Mike, and this is Mike Dell's World, number 187, as I said at the beginning there. And I figured uh, I'd turn on the recorder one more time for the year 2011. Hope uh, you had a good Christmas and or whatever holiday you do celebrate. And hope that all uh, is going good, and hopefully you'll have a good 2012 coming up. Anyway, let's see, that uh, song I played there was Man in the Mirror. That's by a local group here called Song of the Lakes, and uh, they're fairly popular uh, here around uh, northern Michigan, and I suppose in the UP, and maybe on the other side of the lake in Wisconsin. But uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, they they sing kind of the maritime type music and put out a few albums. Uh, a couple of them uh, I've got here and I figured, well, what the heck, I'll play. I think I played them before and I'll probably play them again. But uh, yeah, I just figured, you know, why not? Let's have one more traditional Mike Dell's World podcast for this year. I didn't reach the goal of getting to 200, although I'm getting close. So maybe in uh, 2012, I'll get to 200. <laughs> I've been uh, rather busy building up uh, other businesses and or podcasts and, and uh, doing work for uh, various individuals, uh, helping them out and just generally keeping busy, staying out of trouble for the most part. Uh, let's see, uh, at Christmas time, I, I got a uh, Kindle Fire. Uh, so that's my first foray into tablet computing. Uh, I, I keep seeing all the uh, all the people saying that, uh, that yo the Kindle Fire is no iPad. Well, of course it's not an iPad. Didn't cost five hundred dollars. It's a seven-inch tablet, and it's not supposed to be an iPad. It's supposed to be a uh, seven-inch. Kindle Fire. Better comparison would be with the uh, Nook Color and the Nook Nook uh, Tablet from Barnes and Noble, and maybe other seven-inch tablets. But hey, it's it's great for what I want to use it for. I'm going to be using it mainly in place of a laptop while I do my video podcasting with uh, you know Geek of the North and Aviation History this week, both of which will be relaunching. Uh, next week, uh, first week of uh, 2012, uh, hopefully Monday I'll have uh, Aviation History this week, and Tuesday will definitely be Geek of the North. And I'm not going to do it live because I'm doing it against a green screen, so that kind of precludes me from doing it on, on Ustream, plus I don't have a camera that actually feeds into the computer directly, so I'm going to be recording it to the camera and and then transferring it to the computer and then putting the background in on the green screen. And, you know, it's not too bad once I get everything set up the way I want it. The first couple are going to take some, some tweaking. I think if you're subscribed to the video feed here, MikeDell.com, or you can just look. Uh, I did do a test in the video feed of, of me sitting behind a desk, uh, a virtual desk there and a virtual set 
that turned out okay, except for I had some settings wrong and uh, the, the video is rather fuzzy. But I think I'll have that all squared away by uh, Tuesday. I'm going to be running some tests this weekend. Hangover willing. No, I don't think I'll have a hangover on New Year's Eve. I haven't done that in years. <laughs> but who knows? You know, Hopefully uh, you all have something to do on New Year's that you want to do. And you don't have to uh, get dragged around to things you don't want to do. This year, Kathy and I are planning on either staying close to home. Well, we're going to stay close to home either way, but we may uh, go out to the local casino and hang around. You can smoke and drink at the casino. See, in Michigan, uh, if you're inside a building, you're not allowed to smoke pretty much anywhere. Can't go to the bar and smoke. You can't even go to the bar and smoke outside. It's a dumb law, but it's good because really need to uh, quit smoking. I don't smoke a lot anyway. I smoke cigars periodically. So it's not a big deal. But anyway, at the casino, they let you smoke. So that's what we're going to do because uh, unlike most years, I do have some New Year's resolutions. So we'll see how that all goes. That's kind of why I played Man in the Mirror because, uh, you know, really I need to look in the mirror and say, hey, you need to do this and you need to not do that. And as I explained, I think in the last podcast, I really got to get my uh, uh, eating and drinking habits uh, under control. Not that they're totally out of control, but I need to get my blood sugar in control. So that uh that's part of my new year's resolution yeah, amongst other things uh, exercising and you know just generally uh, taking a little bit better care of myself than i have been you know i'm getting up there you know i'm going to be 46 in about another uh, month or well, a little less than a month and usually that's when i do my resolutions is on my birthday but uh this year I, i'm hold myself to it. I'm going to put a blog post up. It's going to list out my resolutions and then maybe you guys can uh, give me some, some crap about it. (laughs) And speaking of new year's Eve, uh, I got another song here. This one, uh, it's by a group called the deadly gentlemen. I've played them before too, uh, but uh, this one seems appropriate for new year's Eve. ratio of joys and pain That mash made in heaven and torn from the stove or over the trove of emotion unknown to the sober I did not know nor care where I ended I shall have fun and live to regret it Typical drink craze I happily tried the more 
more and more difficult brink ways So wasted, even the taste did seem savory God, you're twisted, but all you favor me Intensity that down down to the floor descended insensibly my liver so laden and swollen so poorly that no two legs in the world could support me that bender turned dire and vile up from within me came spiring bile and spasm after spasm of the had to be jaggedly stagger be bedaggered like jabs of agony my forehead to the floorboard I mumbled tongueless to the wonderful underworld of foot filth and fungus that abounded around me a slanted fantasia till even my groaning gave way to Aphasia. And the swirling of the turpitude above me faded away. I opened up an eyelid. Lovely, I'd have made it today. Ah, my turgid head tender from that bender's battery, so fragile, even the thought too shocking could shatter me. The telltale stain work outlasted the bastards. My pristine shirt, never an abstract masterpiece. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network. Find other fine podcasts at www.blubrry.com. That's Blueberry with no E's. And that was, uh, of course, Richard there. uh, Recorded a bunch of those things for me. You've heard them before. But uh, anyway, what else is going on? Well, I'm making a trip out to Consumer Electronics Show this year. That should be interesting. Going to be uh, going out there with the Tech Podcast crew. Uh, I'm going to be part of the the uh, production crew. Uh, probably won't be in front of the camera much, if any. Uh, maybe a little bit on the live stream, which uh, I will have embedded on uh, two websites. I'll have it on the RetroTech.tv site, and I will have it on geekofthenorth.com. Don't think I'll put it on uh, Mike Dell's world this time. Uh, You guys can find it the other places. Of course, you can watch it over at tpn.tv and Tech Podcast Network, or Tech Podcasts, plural.com. Anyway, so that'll be fun uh, going out there. uh, Be out there from the 8th until the 14th in Las Vegas, along with the rest of the team. And uh, from what I understand... It's uh, a lot of, a lot of walking, a lot of working, a lot of, uh, a lot of everything except sleep. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think I'm up for it. So that'll be kind of interesting. That's kind of poor timing with the relaunch of Geek of the North. 
is I, I want that to go back weekly and uh, I'm going to miss uh, the second week of the relaunch, but that's all right. I got a good excuse. Maybe I'll put out a little something. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I got the studio all uh, rearranged here. Got the green screen up and the lighting in. And I got the uh, audio path all worked out. The only thing is I, I only have one of these uh, good microphones. And so I'm going to have to move it uh, between uh, the audio only setup and the uh, video setup. But that'll be all right. Uh, or I'll use the lavalier. But, you know, even though... Geek of the North is going to be, you know, video and audio. I still want to pay attention to the audio. And so that's, you know, why I want to use this decent microphone. But then again, the, the big microphone will be in the shot all the time. And I don't know if that's good. It's not going to be, you know, much different than it was, except for I'm going to actually be looking at the camera more instead of looking at the computer because I won't have a computer. I'll have the, the uh, Kindle Fire there for uh, any scripting or, or notes I need to uh, read off of while I do the show. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm going to have to play with that a little bit and see if I can get decent audio without a big microphone stuck in the, in the video. I also got to decide on a background. Thinking I'm just going to have me in the foreground and some sort of studio-looking background. I'm not going to do the sitting-at-a-desk thing. That's a little too much editing and and a little too obvious that it's fakey of course i'm not trying to make it look real i'm just trying to make it look decent you know because the background i had you know the natural background in this basement is you know old 1960s and 70s paneling which you know was fine it's it's all good but uh you know it's not exactly compelling and the other thing is i'll i'll sit and you know where i'll be down in the you know, one of the kind of on the lower, or not, well, I don't know about lower, but I'll be on one side or, or the other of the screen, and then I'll have a uh, another like a fake TV looking thing or or something there, where I can actually show pictures of what I'm talking about or logos or or whatever. You know, kind of like the the six o'clock news. You know, you you got the the graphics over the shoulder, and I'll have that sort of thing going on. So I, I suppose probably the big microphone would look fine because that's all it is. It's not going to be, you know, any high production value video. It's just going to be me talking into a microphone, but this time looking at the camera rather than uh, having the camera kind of shoot down while I'm doing an audio podcast. It's going to be more of a video and audio thing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'll get it figured out. But I hope uh, you guys will uh, tune in either audio or video. The uh, reason I'm doing the video component to it uh, is all these set-top boxes and smart TVs. Over at Raw Voice, they've got apps on uh, on everything, you know, the Blueberry Network and the Tech Podcast Network. We have apps on there, and if you're in video, well, people can sit there on their TVs and, and watch. And that might, uh, you know, bring in a few more listeners and, and all that. As I always said, I had a face for radio, but... I guess uh, I could do video. So and the other uh, the other thing I'll, I'll probably be doing more of is tutorial type videos, like screen capture videos. But but I want to have video intros where I'm sitting in front of the camera, 
uh, to these intros, not just be screen captures. So I'm going to be use, using that uh, green screen more and more for that kind of thing. And I got some other ideas. So, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a learning thing. I'll get better at the video production. And uh, of course I'll have a template all set up for uh, geek of the North and aviation history this week, which by the way, will be the first time it's done on video. They never did do a video version of it. So that'll be interesting uh, to see how the uptake is on that video. Uh, might be a, uh, might be interesting. I'm going to also cross post it to YouTube. So, you know, maybe, uh, aviation history buffs will, uh, will catch on over there. We'll see, but, uh, just trying to, uh, get things organized. You know, I, I enjoy doing podcasting, I, you know, kind of enjoy the back end work of it more than the actual, uh, you know, sitting in front of the microphone or sitting in front of a camera. But, you know, you got to have the content to put out there to, to play with the back end stuff. So, you know, and, and I do enjoy it, you know, and, and I, you know, like this podcast, I love doing it because I can do whatever I want, you know, with the other ones that I do, they've got more of a format. This one doesn't usually have a format, although, you know, I kind of stick to the same sort of theme, I guess you'd call it, you know, when I do the one like today where, you know, I come on, do a song, talk a little bit, do a song, talk a little bit, do a song, you know, so on and so forth. But then other times I'll just, you know, grab the portable recorder and be driving down the road. And, you know, and I enjoy those a lot too. And, and I'm glad you guys like to listen to it. Uh, at least the, the ones that uh, contact me say they like to listen to it. And I guess if you don't like to listen to it, you won't download it. So, <laughs> so I just have to assume that you like listening to it. And, you know, I won't overdo the music because that's, that's not the focus of the podcast. But sometimes, you know, I have some fun stuff I like to play. And, and you know what? It's my show. So, let's see. Uh, yeah, I didn't even write down any notes today. I was just, just kind of rambling, kind of in a rambling mood. I mean, it's Friday and, you know, my uh, friend John, uh, who I usually go solve the world's problems with uh, is on his way to Arizona for the winter. So tonight, uh, I guess I'm going to go out with a wife, which not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing, but uh, <laughs> not something we usually do on Fridays. Usually we go out on Saturdays if we go out. So this time we're going to go out on Friday and Saturday. don't know where we're going to go. Probably just go eat somewhere and come home and Crash out like normal, something like that. Nothing uh, too overly exciting. Winter hasn't really struck here, by the way. It is kind of cold, and we do have a little bit of snow on the ground, but, you know, by now I would have snowblowed the driveway at least two, three times and complained about it. And, uh, you know, with not too much work out there, I could probably rake the yard and, and see grass, you know, because there's not much snow on top of it. But, so we've had an incredibly mild November and December. We had a had a, had, a, had one little snowstorm in uh, at the beginning of the month, and we had a little blast the other night. But that's been it, and so I don't know. Maybe that global warming is taking effect. 
<laughs> Don't quote me on that. Because, uh, you know, darn well, in January and February, we're going to get dumped on, as we usually do. The lake effect machine hasn't really kicked up yet. Water's still a little too warm for that, I guess. But, you know, I'd probably uh, be bitching about the snow plows coming by and knocking my mailbox over and having to plow all that stuff out. But it's going to be nice. I'll spend the spend a week in Las Vegas, and uh, chances are it won't be uh, snowing in Las Vegas. Now, who knows what the weather's like. I've actually been there when it's snowing. Uh, well, there's a... Something going on on the radio there. That's what that beep was. Sorry about that. And the ham radio. Some guy from Ohio. Uh, it's a D-star, so when uh, somebody kerchunks the repeater, I get to see his uh, his or her call sign scroll by on the radio. So anyway, I, I think uh, what we'll do here is play another song. Uh, another one. From Matthew Ebel, uh, I don't know. I like, I like his stuff, and uh, this is one of my favorites of his. And since it's kind of the year end, we'll kind of call that a year in review. Although I think that this song came out several years ago, but uh, still pretty good in my book.
And of course, that was my friend Matthew Ebel and the song called Every Color. And I think he had that on the Podsafe Music Network at one point, but uh, now he has his own Podsafe Music page. You can find that over at MatthewEbel.com or MatthewEbel.net. Not sure which one. And if you're a podcaster and want to play some of his music, he makes it available right there. Uh, just look for that on one of those two sites. They're different sites. One's a uh, paid subscription site and one's his uh, general information site and blog. I don't think he podcasts anymore. He used to uh, podcast. He did a pretty good podcast. I, I thought it was funny. Very, very good production values where he... Uh, was in outer space, and he would uh, review people's albums and and stuff. And it was it was kind of corny, but uh, very cool. So anyway, one last thing I did earlier this month, uh, I got to go to Ford down in Dearborn as part of a, a media uh, event, I guess you'd call it. Uh, got to go down uh, to the. Uh, world headquarters of Ford, actually the hotel next door. And they showed off their uh, vehicle that they're going to debut at the the uh, 2012 North American International Auto Show in Detroit, otherwise known as the Detroit Auto Show, there at Cobo Hall. But that's going to be running during CES, so they figured they'd get uh, better coverage in the blogosphere if they invited a bunch of us bloggers, podcasters, and whatnot down there. I got to go uh, in place of Todd Cochran over at Geek News Central, since uh, he was busy with other stuff, and and I'm a, a blogger over there, uh, so they sent me instead, and that, that was a lot of fun. Got to meet uh, Alan Mulally, the CEO of Ford, uh, however, briefly, kind of ran into him in the elevator, uh, literally bumped into him. <laughs> But that was that was kind of cool, and yeah, I had a few events there. Like I said, they unveiled a car that I'm not supposed to talk about until uh, I don't know. I forget what the the date is, but uh, I've got blog posts ready to go. The only thing I'm waiting for is uh, photos. The nice, the, the the funny thing about it is when we went into the initial briefing, the uh, embargoed briefing there at the uh, hotel uh, ballroom, they. Uh, made us take out our cell phones. They didn't take our cell phones from us, but they they made us put tape over the cameras. So you couldn't take any pictures. You could uh, record audio, I guess. Uh, didn't say anything about, not, about doing that or not doing that, but uh, I didn't. Because they're going to provide us with uh, pictures and video and all that of, the, of this new vehicle. It's a... Uh, I can tell you this much. It's a redesign of their, of one of their current vehicles that uh, is rather extensive. Uh, you put the current one and this new one next to each other, and they bear almost no resemblance, except for maybe size-wise. And, and then they're you know not exactly the same. But it's a very, very cool car, and I think it's going to do good for them. I'm becoming more and more a Ford fan. I never was. I, I sort of grew up a, a GM and Volkswagen and Toyota fan. A GM for the trucks and and uh, VW and then Toyota. 
since my dad worked at those dealerships, uh, Toyota and Volkswagen, among others. So I kind of had a brand loyalty, but never really was much of a Ford fan until, you know, the whole thing went to crap and uh, Ford was the only one that didn't take money from the federal government. And that kind of gave me a little more respect for them. Plus, they've really uh, stepped up their quality, uh, from what I can tell. I own a Ford. Of course, I've talked about it before. I got an old Ford pickup. wasn't that I was out looking for an old Ford pickup, but uh, the deal was too good to pass up when we bought it, and I like it. I also got a a GM SUV, and I've got a a Toyota. Of course, I I think I told you all about the the Toyota fiasco, Uh, Anyway, I'm back to driving a, an old Toyota, <laughs> which is fine for the little bit that I drive. I drive long distances, I'll just rent a car. Or in the case of, uh, you know, Ford wants to send me back down there, I'll just fly. Uh, it's actually, uh, it's an hour to fly, well, a little less than an hour to fly, and uh, about four and a half hours to drive. So I think uh, next time, because they offered to fly me and I drove this time, but. Maybe I'll drive, or maybe I'll fly next time, because I probably will be the next time I'm on their list. But it was uh, it was very cool. They uh, put us up in the Hyatt Regency there in Dearborn, which is a pretty fancy place, and uh, they fed us really good. There was food everywhere. I mean, every event had food and drinks and everything everywhere, and we got to go to this Christmas celebration up in the what they call the rotunda, up at the top of the hotel. It was actually a rotating uh, restaurant, or that's actually more of a ballroom. But it's not, you know, I don't think they actually use it other than for special events. But it rotates, and just the outside part, the outside ring rotates. So where all the food was and and where the tables were to sit down were you know, on the rotating part. And then there was kind of a, a round wall uh, around half of it. And then, of course, in the center, they had the elevator banks, which, you know, they can't really uh, have those rotate. So that stood still. And it was kind of funny. You'd get to talking to somebody and, and they'd lean up against the wall. And then, you know, they'd start to, you know, the, the floor is moving and the wall's not. And <laughs> kind of tip over, same along the windows. At first, I didn't realize the place was rotating. It rotates so slow. And I'm standing there looking out the window. It's up on the 14th or 15th floor, whatever the top of the hotel is. And I'm staring out the window, and, I, and all of a sudden I'm noticing, or I'm feeling like I'm losing my balance. And that's not too odd for me because I hate heights, or I hate heights in buildings. Uh, you know, no problem standing by a window, but there was a balcony or something, I wouldn't go out on it. Or same thing with roofs of, of things. I just not any good on roofs. But anyway, I'm sitting there, and, and I'm kind of like losing my balance, and then I realized that the, it was the, the window panes moving, and, you know, kind of made you feel like you were falling over. That's how slow it was, but it was kind of fun. Uh, Jeffrey Powers from Geekazine was there. Uh, Kelly Lewis and John P. from Livid Lobster were there, and got to hang out with them for a bit, and met quite a few uh, other automotive uh, press people and bloggers. That was kind of interesting. And uh, got to got to meet uh, Wesley. Uh, 
I can't think of his na- last name right offhand, but he's going to be with us at CES. And uh, I'll find his business card and put a link in the show notes, but uh, got to hang out with him for a bit. And it was a lot of fun. And then the next day after the uh, Christmas party, we uh, all got to go to the Michigan Assembly Plant, they call it. Uh, uh, yeah, MAP. There we go. Michigan Assembly Plant there in Wayne, Michigan, which is just down the road from Dearborn, about 15 miles. And it's uh, Ford's plant where they build the Ford Focus. And it's a unique facility. Uh, the, the whole reason to go there this time was uh, they were introducing the C-Max, uh, which is going to be either an all-electric or an, a plug-in electric hybrid. And it's kind of a tall version of the Focus. It's not, not quite a van, kind of a wagon. I don't know what you call it. Uh, but, you know, it's a, a little taller than the Focus, but it's on the same chassis. And the MIP, or MAP, the Michigan Assembly Plant, is where right now they're putting the Focus together. They have an all-electric version of the Focus. They have a plug-in hybrid version called the Energy. That's going to be uh, standard across all of Ford's line of cars that, that have a plug-in hybrid. They're going to call those the Energy. And then they've got the Focus regular hybrid, which is gas and electric. And then they've got the all-gas version. And they all run down the same assembly line, which is kind of unique, or is unique. There's no kind of unique, but it's unique to Ford right now. Where, well, in the tour, we took a tour of the factory, and say they're running gas. They got the gas-powered ones, and then say one of them's an electric, an all-electric. Well, the guy that puts the exhaust system in crosses the line. And sets a battery in place instead of the exhaust system because you don't need an uh, exhaust system on an all-electric vehicle. Or if it's a hybrid, they, he does both, puts a battery in and puts an exhaust system in. But they all run down the same line, and eventually they'll be able to make, uh, I don't know, was it six different versions of different cars, one right after the other. So if the electric all electric version was is selling really good and the other ones aren't they'll run more of the electric ones if uh, the gas version is selling better than the hybrids they'll, they'll make more of those and they can adjust that on the fly without having to retool or open a second plant or lay people off or whatever so it's keeping everybody busy that that's employed at the plant and it's way more efficient for them you know, so they'll be making two versions of the C-Max and, and the three or four versions of the Focus there at that uh, single assembly line. And that's, uh, that's quite an interesting development. Ironically, my old Ford truck, a 93 F-150, was built at the uh, Michigan Assembly Plant back in 93, because that used to be the, the truck plant. And I don't know where they moved the trucks to, but uh, this is the first uh, efficient small car factory in the United States of the big three. Of course, you know, Toyota and GM had the Numi plant there in California. 
which has since uh, been turned over to Tesla. And uh, Tesla's building, going to be building their uh, Model S, I guess it is, out there. So that'll be uh, interesting to see that. But I, I look forward to the uh, debut of this new vehicle that I went to see. Uh, I, I'll talk more about it then, but uh, I had an initial reaction, which I, I told Jeffrey, and uh, he agreed to, agreed with me on my initial reaction to the car. And it is a good-looking car, and uh, the technology is, is top-notch. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be opposed to owning one, but... Uh, the initial reaction was was kind of funny. Uh, I guess I, I can say one thing. A couple of the briefings that we were in, they were talking about, uh, you know, the hybrids and the hybrid electrics and, and all that. And one thing that struck me was I think they said the word Toyota more than they said the word Ford, or at least a couple of the, the presenters we're doing that like this is better than Toyota and that's better than Toyota. And we beat Toyota in this one, Toyota, Toyota, Toyota. And like I said, my initial reaction, looking at this new vehicle, uh, <laughs> will will be funny when you hear it. But like I said, not supposed to say anything about it. So I won't. So with that, I think I'll call this a podcast. Um, as, as is my tradition, I think I did this last year, maybe uh, the year before, or maybe I did it the year before and not last year. I don't know. But uh, I always like to end the year with a uh, traditional year-end song. I, at least I figure it's that way. Uh, Freebird, of course. Uh, that's my favorite, favorite song, and it's many, many, many different versions. But I got one... Uh, that I played, I think, here before. It's uh, Todd Taylor, uh, the world's fastest banjo player, played a banjo version of Freebird that actually sounds good. It isn't corny. And uh, Todd, uh, one of these days, Todd's going to come on my podcast. He, he said he'd interview with me, and we just never been able to work out a schedule, but uh, he's giving me permission to play whatever I want to play of his. So uh, I'm going to end out this year with Taylor's Freebird by Todd Taylor. And I want to wish everybody a happy 2012. I won't be back after this song, so if you want to tab forward to the next podcast in your queue, uh, you're only going to miss a really good song. Catch me later.
Everything, everything, that's all, folks.